as I was reflecting on the readings today, especially the first reading from St. Paul to the Corinthians, St. Paul speaks of natural way of thinking versus the way we think under the influence of the gospel, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. We know how people think. Just look at the, uh, the various sources of news, left and right, liberals, conservatives, Democrats, Republicans, or who are in between. We look at this world from the perspective of political worldview, ideology, and so we judge things from the perspective of human beings who are here, most often who do not even want God to be there. They don't want even God or gospel to affect them in any way. And as a matter of fact, they want to reject it as far as possible so that this particular worldview espoused by material, materialists or whoever they may be who do not want God to be part and parcel of human existence. And so therefore, if we look from the perspective of this sort of natural dimension, yes, we know that human beings need to eat, which is correct, to drink and sleep and rest, and that is natural way of looking at it is not contrary to God. But if we say things like that, that there's nothing beyond the grave, that it's okay to eliminate human life for whatever reasons, or to justify it in some ways, well then we're not really thinking of God, and we all know that. That's why we gather, that's why we gather as people of God to listen, to pray, to listen to his word. That's why we read scriptures, that's why we commune, or at least try to hear God's voice, God's heart, so we can live accordingly. And this is what St. Paul wanted to underscore. Only those who are men and women of God, when they accept it by baptism, they receive the Spirit. They receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit in a sacrament of confirmation. When they pray and they talk to God, they, they're aware of his presence, they're aware of his love, then it's a world of difference. And it's this type of spiritual people that the Lord wishes, because there's something exciting about being spiritual in the sense of Christian spiritual, not just spiritual. You know, when people tell me I'm spiritual, but I don't go to church, I don't listen, I don't know what spiritual means in that way. Or you want to espouse some Buddhist spirituality, or you espouse some other things. I'm not too sure what the spiritual mean in this case. But, but the exciting thing about being spiritual in the sense of Christian, being guided by the Holy Spirit, we have hope. We know God is with us. We know that evil cannot overcome us. We know that he's preparing something special for us. This is a God's plan for our life even if we can't grasp fully at this very moment, but nonetheless, when we enter into a dialogue with God, we hear, we know. We don't have to be afraid. He has overcome sin. He has overcome evil. He has overcome our own 
a sense of futility with hope, with grace, which means God is giving us this worldview, this truth of where we are, who we are, where we're going. He gives us the power to overcome evil. He gives us the power. Yes, through sacrament of penance, through prayer, or even through exorcisms. If the, the way, the, the, the normal being way of Christian is not, not possible to overcome, he gives us the power to exorcise, to remove demons from our life. I think I mentioned to you once or twice already that I stayed with our brother, with my brother uh, in the community of priests, young priests in Brazil who, being a pastor, being, a, being in, in, in church, at 7 o'clock or at 6.30, he disappears because every day, six days out of week, he goes and does prayer of deliverance from evil. And he will show up at 10. So I stayed with him. And the only thing he would say, you know, being kind of normal, he, just, he was not getting excited over anything. He just say, pray for me today. We have a little harder case. So there's a degree of difficulty. And sometimes you would have to go and help a person, not just once, but could re require four or five times, or maybe longer. Depends upon the situation condition. And so I, I was very happy to stay with him, but you know, I was very much aware of his extracurricular duty because normally he would be hearing confessions and going to the sick, visiting the sick, but he also had received a responsibility given to him by the bishop. We have the power to overcome evil. We have the power to say to the Lord, I'm sorry for my, my own sinfulness, my, my weakness, I'm sorry. And you know, even crying out sometimes, crying out, I can't do this, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to do this again. Lord, you have to help me because I can't do it by myself. And we have the exousia, the power of Christ within us. God has, God has given to us. Can you imagine being sad when you receive the Eucharist, Jesus, in your heart? Can you imagine? Yes, I can imagine because we forget. <clears throat> but the fact is that we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should call out each other that the Lord is with us. And this is why St. Paul was so clear as to why we should follow the path of being the disciples of our Lord Jesus, being men and women who are aware of the Spirit of God within us. He wants them to know that it was Jesus' mission to empower us to be, to be truly spiritual in the sense of following the Spirit of God. Yes, sinfulness is there, but we see why we shouldn't do the things we should, that we're doing. That means we receive wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the things that they ought to be. When you look at the world of politics, we can say too, we can judge it by the gospel perspective. We don't have to follow the, 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 the party lines. We have to look at the gospel. The gospel, Jesus is the one. You know, blessed George, who is the uh, renovator of our community, and he would say to us, be the power of Christ, be the party of Christ, be the power that, 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 uh, that brings the truth 
of the gospel into the world in which we live. Because as we know, in the world of, um, I shouldn't be picking here on political figures, but, but the problem is this, it, the difficulty is this, that when it comes to politics, all kinds of means are used against the opponents. Where is the gospel? Where is the gospel? They're using any means to attain whatever you wish. That's contrary to our Catholic faith. We cannot use evil means to attain good because this is not what the Lord has given to us. We have to choose good means to attain good end, just and, 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 and righteous, and, and, and truly uh, the, the, the means that lead to, to, to something, of great, uh, something of important and greatness, not choosing any evil means to attain good, because evil means will always bring evil and, and today, in the world, we justify using evil means to attain good too often, too frequently. And we have the power to rationalize, so we rationalize quite well. Well, it's something better for somebody. No, evil means will always bring evil. And the good that they attain will always be tainted, will never be true good. And so, so this is why St. Paul says to us, use the gift of the Holy Spirit in your life. Use him. He's the one who brings wisdom, knowledge, understanding, fear of the Lord. He is the one who guides us. And so this is what we have. And the second aspect today, just to, to bring the gospel again, Jesus is the one who confronts evil. Has on, directly. What happens? He, Jesus is in Nazareth, remember. He said, today, the words of the prophet Isaiah, the mission of the Messiah will be fulfilled. In your hearing, you know, which means that, you know, the, the mission of the Messiah is to heal, to strengthen, to, 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 uh, to overcome, overcome every form of evil there is, to bring peace. Jesus, as you know, experienced something Difficulty, Nazareth, the place where he grew up, because the thing is, people were amazed what he said, but then they said, "Look, he's a carpenter's son. We know him. What's up here? Uh, we know you." And and the only thing they they said is, "I want you to do miracles for us. I want you to do something special so we can see." But Jesus did not wish to use authority to manifest his power for the sake of aggrandizement. He wanted to use power for the service, out of love, for the truth. And so, as you remember, they kicked him out of Nazareth, so he goes to Capernaum. And there, he's able to teach, and that's also to exercise the power. One of the first things that he does in, in the Gospel of St. Luke, the first thing he does is, is he uh, removes evil, removes evil. And so first they were astonished with his authority, but then in a second, there was a man with the spirit of unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. The evil one wants, he wants to de destroy Jesus. He says, I'm gonna say who you are and then immediately they'll reject you. Because if I say you're Holy One of God, it means that 
if you consider yourself to be God's equal, then they'll say you're blasphemy. So he even wanted to destroy his mission right away by the so-called truth, because he wanted to emphasize that type of truth that will produce a re reaction and rejection of him, same as, as in, in Nazareth. Who, you, who do you think you are? You're a carpenter's son. How do you claim yourself to be the Holy One of God? And so they wanted to, re the evil one wanted to reject. And what Jesus says, he rebukes him and he says, and he says, be quiet, come out, come out of him. Jesus would not let him destroy his mission. And because Jesus, as a son of God, wished to manifest his power as service, have the power to heal, power to strengthen, power at the service of the people who are in need. That's the type of power, not show me. You can throw yourself off the parapet, you know, from, from the temple. Oh, you can change stones into bread. You can do this. I can show you how to become famous. I can show you how to become powerful in the a, in a sight of, of human beings. The Lord rejected it. That's the confrontation with evil. Confrontation with evil is not that we have things for the, for the show, to, to build ourselves up with the service and the service. And this is what the Lord is, is telling the evil one, silent, be quiet. I came with a mission to serve and to die for those who are broken, who cannot remove the consequences of their own sin because they have offended God, that I'll carry for them the cross. He comes out, but there's one more element here. The demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him without doing him any harm. He did manifest his power by throwing that man down, but could not hurt him. That's, that's what we have in front, of, in front of us. You know, all the people who, all those, you know, who, who use magic, who use all kinds of things, who wish to bring so-called healing or being freedom from evil, and there's plenty of people like that today because they want to utilize power, evil one, because it, it removes God from the picture of the hearts of people and they, they take the, upon themselves the authority. They can do these types of things. But you know what? The only authority that comes, uh, that comes to overcome evil, it comes from God. For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. And the news that spreads everywhere is because he did something wonderful for another human being who suffered. And so may we today, we're invited to be like Jesus. We're invited to use our own abilities for the sake of good, choose good means to attain good, that we be witnesses to Christ, to be witnesses to the ways of living this, in this world which are according to the Spirit of God. God is inviting us to be like Christ because we know where we are. We are in this world which is surrounded by evil and sin, and yet we also know where we are heading and who we are in a sense because God has given to us the power to remove sin. He has freed us from rebellion, from the spirit of the world. He has freed us from fear, from worry of the future. He has, 
He has freed us also for future glory, God's glory given to us. And this is why it's so exciting. This is why we as Christians can be the happiest people on this globe, because we know that beyond the grave for us is the kingdom waiting for us, the kingdom which an eye has not seen, an ear has not heard, but God has prepared for those who love him. By the way, this is a quote just before our quote from, from, uh, from the letter to Corinthians. This is a commentary. An eye has not seen, an ear has not heard, nor has ever entered the imagination of human beings what God has prepared for those who love him. But we have to know these truths by the Spirit of God. And this is why today, by the same Spirit, we share with each other faith, and also by the same Spirit, we make the bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ, the power of God at work within us, the transforming power, the divinizing power that leads us to be sons and daughters of God. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.